what is going on gang this is a new episode of the wall street bobby podcast currently doing it on live stream on ig so for those that are attending here thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this one for this podcast i have maybe three or four topics i want to touch up on the first one is renting versus buying the cliche of not being a homeowner Second thing, computer chip wars. What is going on? Is it turning into iRobot over here? We need Will Smith. Joe Rogan on central bank digital currencies. Joe Rogan and Post Malone had a little interview and they were talking about the implications of having this. So I thought it was pretty cool. And then lastly, five ultimate bangers from Alex Hermosi and Chris Williamson. Uh, so the first thing, renting versus buying. This is such a big thing, man. This is such a big thing because I feel like it needs to be addressed. There is a stigma or a cliche that if you don't own a home, what are you doing? Right? The American dream, right? Everyone wants that beautiful home with the white picket fence and the dog and all that. But listening to this interview with Ramit, financial guru, definitely check him out. And also check out Steve Barlett from Diary of a CEO because that's where I saw the interview. Um, there's this stigma between not being a homeowner and Ramit addresses what's known as phantom cost. Okay, so phantom costs are the things that people don't factor in. For example, a lot of us have that grandma that's like, I bought my house for $10,000 in 1942 and now I sold it for 100000 or 200, whatever the case may be, right? So in theory, that's that's a huge gain, but it's not exactly calculated math. You're not just taking the sales price minus the purchasing price of the property. You have to take in all the costs that are associated with buying that property, the property tax, home insurance, the maintenance on it. And there's so many different factors that we take into, that we don't take into account. There's even the opportunity cost. Like what if grandma used that $10,000 to put it in the stock market? What would that return look like? And different things like that, right? So it's not just completely straightforward that you take the purchase price minus the sales price at the end and get that profit. And I think that's the stigma. And we need to, we need to, I guess, normalize, not necessarily say, oh, we should rent always, right? There's going to be opportunities where buying is the best move. But what we should normalize is doing the math and crunching the numbers, right? So if you search up rent versus buying property calculator, you'll find something. I have one on my newsletter if you guys check it out. But here you identify how much it costs to rent and then you put in the cost of buying a property, right? So like my personal opinion on it is do your homework and figure out what works best for you. When you buy property, of course, it's very dependent on the market, but you are also taking on leverage when you buy a property, right? You put in 20% and then you have 80% down that you need to pay back. So that's effectively a loan that you have to pay off eventually. And there's pros and cons to both. There's pros and cons to both. With buying a property, you're usually fixed on a certain geographic location. With properties, you could eventually sell it and make a profit. That's true. You could also rent it out. You could also be very specific 
on returns in a sense that you could renovate the property and then increase the rent by X amount just because of the work that you put in. So it's it's pretty cool in that sense. But either or, the main takeaway is to do your homework on whether it's worth it to rent or buy in your situation and in your location. Cool? Cool, cool. And if you guys want more of the Phantom Calls, wallstreetbobby.substack.com, check it out. Anyways, all right, computer chip wars, computer chip wars. So, um, yeah, it was turning to iRobot, Will Smith. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, but either way, things are getting creepy. NVIDIA is one of the biggest companies in the world, and their job is to make computer chips for driving cars, self-driving cars, and computers. So I should have just taken out computer out of the word chips. So they make chips for computers and selfless driving cars and lots of them. And if you guys aren't aware, NVIDIA currently is one of the biggest companies in the world, right? In the world, they're in the top 10. They're bigger than a lot of tech companies that you may know of, right? So to give you guys an update, they've pretty much made $13.5 billion in just a few months. Insane, right? But what we have to take into consideration is that Amazon and Google aren't going to just sit back and watch the computer chip show from NVIDIA. They're going to try to get into this game as well. So the main takeaway is to keep on the lookout. Keep on the lookout. Amazon, Google, all these guys are going to try to get into that market. They want to make money just as NVIDIA does. And with comp competition comes usually a correction in price it helps us out a little bit because there's more people with the same amount of the same products and then that becomes a price war so on and so forth right so just be on the lookout that although nvidia is crushing it in the stock market and market valuation i'm not sure where this is going to go but that's something that we have to really be aware of right and the next thing to kind of follow up on that is that when I say this company is valued at X amount or this company is worth this much, I've already gotten a couple of questions recently as to <clears throat> how do we determine that? How do we determine what company is worth what, right? And the math is pretty straightforward. Let me explain. So there is the stock market, right? And one little stock gives you a percentage of ownership in a company. Imagine Amazon had 10 stocks only, meaning if you buy one stock, you are a 10% owner of Amazon. That's effectively what happens, right? So if you take the stock price times the number of stocks, that is the value of the company. So if I had a company, very simple terms, it was worth $100, there's 10 pieces of it. If the price for each of these pieces are $10, then you do the math and it means that company's worth at $100. Cool? Cool. So NVIDIA is effectively very up there in terms of market valuation. So the stock price, pe what people are willing to buy to become an owner of the business multiplied times the number of, of stocks. Cool? Um, so yeah, for example, this is actually hilarious just to show you guys how it, well, it's not insignificant to hold Amazon stock, but in terms of percentage of ownership, obviously like in theory, we are owners of the business, but um, it's just crazy how how much of a small percentage you actually own, right? So, for example, for Amazon, 
if you own 10 stocks, so Amazon currently trades at roughly like $130 and there's, what is it? 10.3 billion stocks. So if you own 10 stocks in Amazon, you're really a point zero 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 nine six nine nine percent owner in the business. Pretty wild. All right. So Amazon's valued at, what is that? 1.3 trillion. That's crazy. Yeah. 1.37 trillion. So pretty significant number there. So just to give you guys an understanding of how these companies are actually valued. Uh, but yeah, the next thing, Joe Rogan and Post Malone on central bank digital currency. This is huge, guys. This is something that's been in the talks for a while. They've been wanting, and by they, I mean the central bank, the, the government has wanted to create this digital monetary system. And Joe Rogan and Post Malone are like expressing concerns about the digital money could lead to a government surveillance and control. And they also talk about the idea of a social credit score, which could track people's actions. So it's a little scary from that standpoint that they could actually just like monitor even more what we do. And they could even at some point, if they do pass the central bank digital currency, they could pretty much set limits as to what we could spend our money on, which kind of scares me just a little bit. It actually scares me a lot. But um, yeah, be on the lookout for news. Whenever you see central bank digital currency, don't get um, tripped up on the terminology. Just understand that the government is trying to make this other currency that's similar to, to what we use now, the US dollars, but a little bit more controllable in a sense, which is a little scary. It's a little scary. So I just want you guys to be aware of it. You know, read read about it every now and then just to be aware of what's going on. All right. So um, pretty weird stuff, pretty weird stuff. And then lastly, I have five quotes here from an interview I saw with Alex Hermosi and Chris Williamson. So Alex Hermosi, he started a multi-million dollar business in his 20s called Gym Launch. So he pretty much helped small local gyms scale. So get more clientele, get more people to um, get membership to the gyms um, and just improve the marketing standpoint, business standpoint. So that's his business. And then Chris Williamson, he's more on the, um, uh, I mean, his show is called Modern Wisdom. So it really just deals with a lot of just things to get in better, improve in life, physically, mentally, spiritually, all that. It's a really good podcast, really recommend it. But anyways, there's a couple of quotes here that I wanted to share with you guys. All right, so quote number one, quote number one, he says, in three generations, in three generations, everyone who knew us will be dead, including the people whose opinion stopped you from doing what you wanted all along, right? So that's a pretty powerful one, knowing that at the end of the day, no matter what happens in three generations, no one will even remember us. So it's pretty powerful because it frees you from kind of like the opinions of others and realizing like, look, nothing, nothing matters, man. Just do what you want to do. And so don't let the fear of others opinions hold you back from pursuing your goals in the grand scheme of things. These opinions won't matter. So I thought that was an important one to kind of just like digest and think about it a little bit. Right. Second quote. The reason you are stressed is that you have decisions to make and you are not making them. So applying this directly to my life, 
I have at times struggled with making decisions, procrastinating on important decisions, and led to anxiety because I didn't have a set list of things I need to get done, and this would get me more stressed, and I would go in that whole snowball effect of continuously feeling more and more anxious because I'm not doing what, excuse me, I'm not doing what I think I should be doing. So the takeaway is procrastinating on important decisions can lead to stress and anxiety, making decisions probably on alleviating the stress. All right, so good takeaway there from Hermosi and Chris Williamson. The next quote that I have here, you can move through life at seven times the rate of other people by simply changing when you say you're going to make a decision from end of week to end of day. So once again, just taking initiative, accelerating decision-making can significantly increase your efficiency and overall progress in life. Okay, so take action and just, you know, don't wait on things. Like try to get stuff done and in a timely manner and you could get further a lot quicker. Cool. The next thing that I learned about or quote from Hermosi, fear is the greatest motivator and death is the greatest motivator. So it seems like fear is often it's often rooted in inadequacy and this could actually be a powerful product of action and achievement. So what I would say is that use that negative, that dark side you have and fuel it to do something positive and beautiful. Something that Tim Grover talked about in his interview on how all the elite athletes or all the elite individuals usually have a dark side to them and they figure out a way to kind of um, progress in life, right? So that's kind of my takeaway from that. And then the last quote I have here is regrets are an unavoidable part of being human and are a byproduct of opportunity cost. So the takeaway here is that regrets are a natural consequence of making choices as you can have it all. Opportunity cost means that when you choose one path, you're giving up another and that leads to regret. So when I was watching this, they pretty much talked about how in life, you're always going to have some sort of regret, right? But it's it's important to kind of foresee the regrets that you could live with, right? So anything that you do in life, there's always an opportunity cost to do it because you could have been doing something else, right? So like if I decide to go to the gym right now, well, that time could have been spent hanging out with a friend or vice versa, right? So there's always the duality to it. And we have to be aware that at the end of the day, the decisions we make, there's always going to be something we could have done differently or in alternate. So we have to kind of foresee what regrets we would, I guess, not regret the most. So if your priority is your career and family time, then knowing, okay, I know I'll feel happy with Sarah because I prioritize those and so on and so forth. So that's definitely some good takeaways there. And I genuinely hope you guys enjoyed this little session here. If you want more information on the things I talk about, go to wallstreetpoppy.substack.com and check out the PDFs I post there. It's once a week with all the information, YouTube, podcasts, books, real life experience, all in one document, once a week, every Saturday, completely free forever. Um, so if you guys are interested, just get after it. And then lastly, for the people on the IG Live, thank you guys for joining 
And if you guys want to check out this podcast that I just did right now, it should be posted sometime soon on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So I'm going to add the podcast here and have a good day, guys. Peace.